SEO is AEO. Welcome to the show, Jeff Ferguson. <laughs> Thank you very much. That, that's your second one, and you're still <laughs> laughing at it. I think it's still hilarious. My, my bad Elvis impression is still, still holds true. You know? It is. Oh, it's great stuff. So we've already done one episode, and, and we were doing machine learning and AI. Mm -hmm. And I cut it off because we've got this, this nice chunk of information. And two questions that we had prepared that we didn't go into is, how is AI or machine learning? In fact, we, we, we decided it's now machine learning. Mm -hmm. How is it being used in SEO? How, how are Google using it? So the, this kind of ties back, and in in the, we talked a little briefly about it in the last episode. But uh, Google's, um, you know, kind of uh, AI lab and, and machine learning lab that it's got in London came up with a system, which eventually became what they call RankBrain. Mm -hmm. um, and RankBrain isn't the new algorithm for um, for SEO. Um, that's still Hummingbird is mm -hmm. the name of this thing, but uh, but it's part of that overall system. Mm -hmm. So and there's RankBrain and and everything else that you've kind of heard of what comes from it, and really. And rank brains trying to understand the intent of the question. Exactly. So it's really yeah. about understanding the question. Yeah. Whereas hummingbird is about understanding the answer. Yeah. Exactly. Perhaps. Yeah. Exactly. And, and you know hum where hummingbird comes this idea of like you know there's there's subtleties to the language and there's things or whatever. Mm -hmm. uh, rank brain comes in this idea of like hey look there's this sliver of things that comes from the fact that like you know of the three billion searches that are done on Google every day that there's that fifteen to twenty percent that have never been asked before mm -hmm. and because this is so new rather than you know throw up like a completely um, blank page or, or like you know just bad results it can actually go like well we're we're smart enough to realize that we can actually find these connections between things that have actually been asked before and how close yeah. they are and like bridge that gap and come up with it and so that's that's really where it's it's hitting already yeah. at least on, on the Google side of things. And Bill, Bill Slavsky yeah. talks about what is it the, the, the query pool that they've got yeah uh, I mean that that I think it's unimaginable how big that must be. Oh, absolutely! Information yeah. They've got and they set rank brain onto it. Oh yeah, uh, and, in and a big again, way, yeah? yeah, in a big way. And, they, and again, this comes all back to the idea of like how we're able to do these things, which we talked about a little before, which is like we've got the computing power, mm. we've got the storage, we can do these things where these mm. things can happen faster than they ever would before. And uh, yeah, it's it's really remarkable. So yeah. and, and taking it beyond the the idea of just search in, in crawling, for example. Mm -hmm. I mean, I've I've been I've, I did the webinar series last year, and we were talking about maybe it's being used. How is it being used? crawling. Mm -hmm. I just I talked about it with a guy from Bing. Okay. There's a French guy called Francois, I think, who works at Bing and is the crawly guy at, at Bing. Interesting. Uh, and I mean, what do you think about that? I mean, how, how would they be using it in crawling? I mean, to make the crawling more intelligent, to better use the budget? Yeah, I, I think it, it really is. Yeah, it's again, better use the budget or look at things from the standpoint of like, is this important? Is this something we've seen before? Mm -hmm. You know, can we actually connect these things? And it's to make it faster, to index even faster and, and basically just get things out of the way. And, and it's because, um, you know, things get more complicated all the time, more subjects, brand new subjects or whatever it is. And, and that's that's really where it comes from. So, and I mean, yeah. I, I'm thinking as well, I mean, I was talking about uh, extracting unstructured data, data from the web, which is uh, Zinling Nadong's uh, super duper idea. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And DOM trees are phenomenally difficult to, to pass and to understand and to pull the information out, the useful information. Hmm. I would assume machine learning would, would be would be useful there. Yeah, and they're they're able to come up with with fast, all our yeah. rubbish code. I mean, speaking for myself. Oh I mean, yeah, rubbish. I mean, I'm not consistent. Oh, I, totally. Yeah. 
And it, and it doesn't help the fact that like what coding is today, at least for the humans, is, is really like people playing with Legos. It's not. No. It's not the official code. <laughs> Yost will love be. you. He loves. He loves the Lego. Lego. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, so, so it's like people playing with Lego. I interrupt. Yeah. And no, it's really. But it, that's what we like. Most of what you see people calling themselves coders are doing today is hooking Legos together, rather than like what I what I learned back when I was still taking uh, you know uh, coding when I was in college, which you know we were still using like Ada and other things that were before um, that were much closer to what machine language actually was back in the day um, so but now they've got so many pieces that have been made before we can actually tie them all together yeah. and maybe come up with some connective language to actually make it all work together and then hopefully you know like smooth things around the edges to make sure it yeah. works out but that's just why um, you know we're they're able to develop so much faster these days because they've got so many of these pieces that have to come up with and it's really rare yeah. that you have to come up with a, like a truly unique idea to actually get this stuff done but yeah. meanwhile like there's still certain things where it's like well how how can we make this faster and yeah. That's where again, where the the machine learning and other and the the AI comes into into play yeah. was the idea that like it can actually find a faster way to do that, make it more efficient, you know, <laughs> like to slim things down, um, make it so it fits on your phone and all that good kind of stuff. Yeah, and then uh, I mean the, the idea of extracting unstructured data from the web is mm -hmm. uh, we can't expect humans to curate all this information to be able to fill up the knowledge graph. Right. We have to find a way of doing it automatically, and that's free text uh, annotations like schema markers and so on. Oh yeah, uh, extracting from the DOM and the fourth one is tables and lists. Yeah, uh, and that's and that's the the I think the interesting thing too is is the idea where, you know, there's some extraction coming from it, but if you look at schema, which is what they came up with this idea of like it's again having us define things. We can define these objects, we can define these things, we can define these people, we can do whatever. And to me, believe it or not, that is actually true pure SEO. Because if you think about it, that's the one thing that we're actually doing that is purely for the search engines. <laughs> right? It's it's not one of the things where like it's not a matter of like, hey look we're writing point, this yeah. we're writing this content and we're keeping search in mind so it gets found better in the yeah. search engines, right? But like what you should do anyway because you know, people use search engines to find this stuff. They're like, you're a modern writer. This you're writing for your audience who uses search engines. Just so you think about that way. So it's not really again true SEO because you're going like you need to be doing that anyway. You're writing for an mm -hmm. audience, right? But if you think about it, when it comes schema to schema, is the only schema is the SEO pure true, one yeah. too. But you're actually saying, look, I, I'm specifically defining this so the search engines can find it better. Yeah, right. And, I mean, and, my, and, my point of view yeah. on schema markup, uh, schema.org markup, because yeah. Alan Bradley gets annoyed when you say schema markup. Yeah. Schema.org, <laughs> lovely yeah, guy. Because I mean, it, yeah, because it. Is, you know, no, but he's like, right. I yeah, mean, it's I, open I mean, source I'm lazy and, stuff, and I just don't yeah. bother saying the .org. No, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, the, the, yeah, it, it, it's the idea that Google's probably understood what's in your page. Yeah. When you put the schema markup in to confirm what you've got in the page, you're improving its confidence that it's understood. Right. And that, that confidence is key. Google will not present things if it's not confident, or it will present something if it's more confident in another piece of information yeah. it's got. And schema markup, in my opinion, isn't there to explain to Google, it's to confirm to Google. Right. Does that sound fair? Yeah, and I think my it, thing, okay. No, no, I think it's that's really the way it is. And and there is there's plenty of times where it is trying to like make the leap and it's come up with its own, it's trying to answer things without mm. that schema in place. And I think that's where we're still getting some really classic weird hiccups with things. I think one of mm. the most recent ones that's come up is is that if you actually asked uh, Google like how many legs does a horse have, it'll come back and say six. And I think they've fixed this then so it really doesn't happen anymore. But the idea comes from the idea that when you're talking about a horse the uh, you know mm -hmm. it has two legs in the back and then it has two four legs, 
right? And 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 uh, the idea, and it's basically misread. I, even I though, missed that, yeah, and even though four is actually spelled in yeah. a different way too, it basically said, well, it's you know, like four and four and two is correct, yeah. and, and and it's six, and he says now suddenly this guy, and there's, I think there was a couple C instances C Cindy people Cindy found a, a quite confusing one, yeah. which is how fast can an ostrich run? Yeah, and it says sixty years. <laughs> And I can't remember. I, mean, I, I think that was it. And, yeah. And she's just going, yeah, they are getting it wrong and they're going to continue to get it wrong. Oh, yeah. And people are criticizing you going, fuck that, they're doing a much better job than oh, yeah. they were a while ago. And they're well, doing a loads better job than you would ever do. That's, that, and that's the funny thing is, is, again, this is just this cocky human beings, right, with the idea of like, <laughs> because look at this stupid computer. It, it thinks that horses have six, right? And you're going, like, look at like the millions of other things this gets right because yeah. it has figured it out on and on. It's giving you an answer to these questions. And yet we, uh, the reason why we have such a good laugh and why we point these things out is because we're freaking terrified, right? Yeah. You know, like you've got stuff that is actually like getting figured out on a regular basis, and, and yeah. we feel like, well, where, where are we going to live? Though, yeah. yeah, it does make us feel feel bit that we can say, oh, look at my superior intellect and, and things like that. But it says, no, it's, it's a short time to where it's going to figure these things out on its own, right? Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, yeah. No, no, brilliant stuff. Absolutely perfect. Yeah. And the, last, the last little bit, I mean, we, we also mentioned SEA. Yeah. Google. I mean, I use DSA. Mm -hmm. I think DSA is super cool. And I yeah. talked to Nava Hopkins about it, who said, yeah, where I'm using it, it works incredibly well. Right. But it's not a panacea for everything, because I was trying to apply it to everything, and I got burnt. Well, yeah. My clients got burnt, and I got a bad reputation for it. <laughs> <laughs> um, Probably not too bad. But, but yeah. in, in geographical, I mean, I'm using it for an MOT client, and mm -hmm. they've got centers all over the country, and mm -hmm. it's working incredibly well, because there's that in specific intent, which is incredibly easy to identify. I'm looking for an MOT in Sydney. Right. It's going to offer me MOTs in Sydney, and DSA is perfect. It's, it's fantastic for it, yeah. And, and it's like, uh, we talked about that. I um, I did talk to, I, I moderated one of Novice Panels, and, and one of our hmm. other colleagues was here. Yeah, yeah. Um, that, um, I can't remember his name now, but, the, but he, he did a fantastic thing about expanded text ads and some of the other tests and things they were doing. And it all comes down to like the amount of data that you have to work with. And, and hmm. um, WordStream is actually, uh, they've got more data than most to actually work with when it yeah. comes to search campaigns, uh, but they also, um, they're the first to admit that they, they have a lot of mid-sized uh, uh, clients to work with on the stuff, and which is kind of like their, their meat and potatoes. And uh, green potatoes, meat and potatoes. Oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah. or I thought green potatoes is like kind of yeah. something a dollar bill around. No, 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 no. Yeah. Uh, or meatier, I guess is the way you know. Like, but it's the idea of like this. Yeah. This is what we get to work with, and because of that, sometimes I think their their data skews slightly to basically said mm -hmm. like, hey, look, we've tried this and it's not working very well. Mm -hmm. But again, those are small clients that just aren't mm -hmm. doing it. Uh, meanwhile, we've done tests on some of our clients, so some of our larger ones that we worked on, like Bellabong and a few mm -hmm. others, where they're spending much more, much larger spins to it, and, and, and it works like a charm because it's mm. got plenty of data to work with. You give it all those headlines, you give it whatever it is, and it, and it, it works fantastically, right? So, and that's, again, that's the, again, I think where we can stand up and say, look, it's not perfect yet because no. it does still needs a lot of data to get great with this stuff. Otherwise, it's going to take forever. But, but, but here's a yeah. question that moves on from that. Is, yeah. Is, yeah, okay, we need lots of data. Oh, so I need a client, client who's got a reasonably big spend, who has a reasonably big market and pretty well defined. But yeah. over time, Google will be able to, or the, the machine learning will be able to act on data it has gathered from the industry. So yeah. each individual site will not necessarily have to have that budget or that out of volume. Do you think that's reasonable? I, I do think that's How reasonable. How soon is yeah. that going to come? Because I'm desperate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I mean, I, I really, I, I'm not bold enough to say, but it's something where it's probably way faster than we think it is. You know, oh, like, right. Yeah. Because okay. yeah. I mean, where I got burnt was clients with too, too little data. Yeah. Um, and I, I, I mean, 
I tried it. They were happy to try it, so it's, it's oh, yeah. not not a problem. I don't have a bad reputation. That was a bit of a joke. But, yeah. Uh, but and and I, I I was assuming that it could do that, and I was maybe being too ambitious. It could be. Yeah. It's. Yeah. I mean, it's. I, I know that's the way we've actually been recommending it. Is, is that like you know we. Yeah, it's typical stuff, and you've got clients as well. But like when they they see something, some article comes up and goes, "Hey, yeah. can we try this?" And we, we're the first to kind of go like, "Ah, probably not." Like you guys, I mean, we'd we'd love to test that if you and if you're completely okay with us testing on this level, just know it's going to take way longer, and it, it means you can't freak out when it's not getting the results you actually want because it's going to take longer. Yeah. But meanwhile, some of our larger guys that they go through and we say, you know, absolutely, you're you're technically yeah. prime for this, uh, but those are usually the ones where we bring it to them and say, yeah. hey, look, okay. you guys are fantastic, let's test this new technology. But, um, and then what do you think about smart display? I and mean, that's obviously, well, obviously, I assume it's machine learning driven. Yeah, yeah, it is smart, and, it, and it's... Um, is um, it working it, really well for you? It's it's okay. Uh, that's the one of the ones where, it, again, I, I think it's the humans getting in the way. It's like, I think <laughs> if, I was, if I was completely comfortable with it, we'd probably use it a lot more, yeah. but we don't recommend that as much because I've seen some of the results and some of them are kind of cockeyed looking. But then again, I don't know. It's funny, like I, I back back before I started my agency, I, I did some consulting work for Experian and mm -hmm. uh, for about a year, and it was for one of their businesses, Lower My Bills, who was mm -hmm. was quite famous for running ads around um, mortgage you know, lending and things like that. Mm -hmm. And and um, they they had a team in house to where they actually had some great graphic designers, yep. but they intentionally made these really ugly looking ads, right? And and it's one of the things where uh, it broke their heart to make these ads. But it's one of the things where they figured out, like, hey, people don't care. They actually like work like a charm, and even if it was like just ugly people dancing or mm. something completely ridiculous, whatever it is. Like people still reacted to it, people still clicked on them, whatever it is. Okay. And uh, and rather than like these gorgeous looking ads that people, you know, yeah. multiple iterations and people like it took forever to get past and whatever it is. And meanwhile, like what the, those smart ads are doing are basically the ugly ads that the machines mm. are actually creating yeah. that do work like a charm for some people. If you yeah. get again, if you give it enough data to actually do things. Yeah. But I think we're and, still and at the point where we're going like, they're just, they're too ugly. I can't allow this to happen. And yeah, yeah. Yeah. But, but I mean, yeah. yeah, if the machine's got enough data, you can let them get on with this. Yeah. But human taste and human sensibilities yeah. do yeah. have to come into play. Oh, yeah. And then I mean, you're, 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 I mean yeah. you're, you're, you're going to mess with your brand image if you, if you And that's, that. I think it's really where it comes with, is we, a lot of the clients that we deal with um, are, you know, like have brand police and things. And if they ever mm. saw anything like that, I go like, where the hell did this ad come mm. from? And I go like, oh, the machine made it. And, it, and I hate to break it too, but it's working fantastic. Yeah. And I don't care, take it down. We can't yeah. have this crap out there. And, and no, no. Okay. Basically, yeah. the conclusion of this is machine learning is incredibly yeah. uh, present. It's becoming more and more present, but we still need humans. And yeah. I think that's a brilliant. Oh yeah, brilliant point. That's a fantastic point. You mate, point. not me. I was, yeah, I was no, just yeah. summarising. But it really is like that. That's our job. If you yeah. think about it, like that's why we're not going to lose our job. We're going to yeah. have to become better marketers, and it's because we're the better marketers will be the ones that pave the way for the machines. But. Brilliant ending. Yeah. SEO <laughs> is AEO. Thank you, Jeff. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks a lot, man. No problem.